Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Lindsay and Krista. Welcome to the show. If you're new, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And if you're an OG, welcome back. Thank you for your support. Thanks for being here. We just opened up our membership again. So community vibes are high. They're they're popping. <laughs> so we did camp, which was the best, one of the best things that we do here at Almost 30. And our dear friend, Jill Winterstein from Spirit Daughter shared. And oh my gosh, because she has such a big audience, the people that were new and didn't know us that were like, do you have to be 30? Is this only for 30 year olds? Is this only for people that were almost 30? And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I forgot about that. Like limit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you think we should, maybe we should make that our tag, like a new tagline just as like a thing. <laughs> I changed our Instagram bio. And so I put, no, you don't need to be almost 30 to listen <laughs> just to be like super, super clear. But it was like so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, you guys know it's like, it's all good. We're actually over 30. We started it before when we were almost 30 and really didn't know it was going to turn into anything. But like Lindsay said, we have a membership, we have courses and content. We support podcasters in launching, growing, and monetizing their podcast. We have the Sacredness of Being Single program. We have uh, Life Edit, which is coming this year. So we just do everything we can to really support you in your evolution. And we're so you know grateful you chose us as a podcast to listen to today. And it's so interesting. If you're an OG, you know that at the beginning of this podcast, we talked so much about our bodies and health and just so much going on Uh, way back in the day. If you listen to earlier episodes, whether it was hormone journeys, skin health and more. And so this episode today, it's kind of cool because one, I realize how far we've come. And then also just feeling so grateful that we have this type of technology like base in order to continue to just know ourselves, especially on that physical level really, really well. Yeah. I feel like there's so many different like diets and methodologies and information. It's like, you should be monitoring your insulin levels. You should be monitoring your sugar. You should be monitoring your carbs. You should be keto. You should be plant-based. You should be, you know, intermittent fasting. You should be fasting. Like there's so much information out there. I actually really feel for people. And I feel for myself in that because it's like, as soon as you do something or learn something, it changes, or there's new information out there, or there's new research, or, you know, it's like such a journey as far as like disseminating and discerning health information to feel like, and understand what's best for you. But I do love base that it gives you the actual data behind what you need to be doing or what you should be doing. And I love in the suggestions, I don't know if you saw this in your app, but when I did my testing, like the suggestions they gave were not like a prescription. It was like very tactical. It was like, use cinnamon, <laughs> meditate, mm-hmm. walks, add the supplement to your diet potentially. Like it was actually very easy things to add to our life. I was like, oh, you're not trying to funnel me into buying more things or like changing mm-hmm. my life completely. It felt like really easy and accessible things to add to your life. Yeah, I was also very surprised. I feel like we overcomplicate things when it comes to yes. our health. And I think sometimes it does feel good to just be like, okay, fine, I'll just get that supplement rather than look at hmm, how am I moving my body every week? Is it too intense? Is it not intense enough? Or how am I incorporating a mindfulness practice? Like those things are, I think, 
a little bit harder because it takes practice, because it takes active choice rather than like, okay, I'm just going to take my supplements at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. every day and see what happens. But I think with these types of suggestions, like my my focus test was shit. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? My vitamin D levels, my HbA1c levels were a bit off, but... I was recommended energizing proteins um, like oily fish, like a salmon, two to three pieces a week. Energize your body. So recommending like interval interval training because I had been very much chilling with my workouts and I apparently am needing at least just a couple more high intensity workouts a week. And of course, vitamin D for for those levels that improves mood and focus. And it's something we hear a lot, but yeah. how how are we implementing that? Am I getting enough sunlight? Am I also supplementing that? And then also getting it in food. I think that's mm-hmm. a missing piece for me where I'm not necessarily thinking about the food that holds the minerals and nutrients that I'm lacking. I have no idea what food has vitamin D. Yeah, it's like a great literally. Question. I have no yeah. idea. Like if you were like vitamin C, I'm like, I got you. An orange. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of micronutrients and like vitamin B. I'm like B pollen, you know, but I actually have mm-hmm. no idea what food isn't have vitamin D. I actually had good vitamin D levels, which is like a major flex. I was super proud of that, but my cortisol levels were right. fucked. I had the cortisol test, which I'm always trying to be mindful of that because of my adrenals. And I had really low cortisol production in the morning and at night. So basically when you have prolonged stress, you can exhaust your adrenals from producing cortisol. Or if you have regular sleep schedules, it can really mess up your cortisol. So given that you know cortisol is really important for energy levels, it's actually good to have your cortisol be highest in the morning. And mine was super low. It really explained like feeling tired and not feeling rested and just really pointed to me that my adrenals are something that I always need to be mindful of. And that although I feel so much better than I did when I had adrenal fatigue years ago, it's like, uh, you're not really done. And that stress impacts you in so many more ways than you think. You know, you think you're just like stressed and you're uncomfortable. It feels like it's an emotional feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, emotionally, I feel stressed. I don't like this feeling, but there's actually so much more happening with stress in your body. And it affects so much more of your life, like your immune system, your cortisol levels, like it just is very important that we are mindful of our stress. And although it's like a general thing for us to be like, stress less, reduce your stress, it can be really hard when it creeps in and and your baseline level is stressed. And I feel like as a culture and as a society, our baseline level is just stressed all the time. And so how can we work to reduce stress overall so that we don't have so many of these things, like for me, the low cortisol all day where I'm having to feel figure out how to increase my energy and support my body uh, because I've had so much prolonged stress. So the cortisol test was crazy. Yeah. The good stress and bad stress, it's the same, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so that's I what they say. They're like, yeah, hit, hit workouts are good stress on the body. And then like fit like stress with work is bad stress. I don't know if it's something where it's like with workouts, obviously we're not professionals, but like with workouts, it's good stress because it's a physical movement that's actually allowing your body to do something in its system mm-hmm. where it's, you know, damaging muscles to repair them, to rebuild. And then when you're like just stressed in the mind, your body doesn't really know what to do with that energy. And so it kind of gets stuck or stored in the body. Yeah. I don't know. 
But I mean, the high intensity for, I feel like there's a point at which you can overdo it and then it really does become actual Frick, yeah. Stre- yeah, stress on your body. And we've both kind of, you know, done that in the past. But yeah, I just, I really love their tests for many reasons. Quick, easy. Krista yeah. got over her fear of my fear of her blood. finger. <laughs> Dude, I, so what I did is normally what I do for these tests is I'll shave my legs and like my toes and see if there's any blood that like happens to, if I cut myself, I'm like, oh my God, I have to take a test. So I'll put like my bloody toe or my bloody leg over the tests panels and I'll be like, perfect. I didn't have to poke myself. But this time I was like, I need to be adult and be able to prick myself. So I took a shower and I was steaming hot. My blood was like, at the surface of my skin because I was so hot and I just took it and I literally did it in like the fatty part of your form that kind of like doesn't, it's like fatty and like doesn't have a lot of muscle and it, it was, I got really good blood. And so I took literally three tests. I was like dropping the blood everywhere. I was like, please, but I don't do not like that. Like I just, I just am trying to love my body enough where I'm not hurting it in any way. And I hate when there's like any elective pain that you're providing even on your body. Like even with Botox and fillers, like I haven't gotten them in years because Mm -hmm. I literally can't imagine needles show by choice in my body right now. And that's Mm -hmm. literally me being insane, but no, I, I completely agree. Well, I was taking the test. I did a, I think it was like, it's basically the test that's like all in, all in test. It tests many, many things. And you had to get quite a bit of blood in one, little container vial thing. And I fucking knocked it over twice. No. Yeah. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, I don't, I, twice? I don't, twice. I was like, I need to relax. I'm Did clearly survive? a little hyped. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I was on the floor. Sean walked in. He's like, what the hell? I knew. I was like, I'm in a rush. I'm doing this test. So I just kind of, I grounded myself a little bit and was present with just putting it in the damn vial, but it is a really easy process. So whether it's Mm -hmm. collecting saliva, collecting blood, and you get results within, I I think it's like 10 days is the average, possibly less, depending on, you know, like just the postal service basically, (laughs) but they're really quick at the labs and you get the results to your phone, like to your app on your phone. And it's, it could not be easier. So yeah, um, I'm really excited. I'm excited to introduce it to you all. And just to get to know Lola, um, she's an incredible founder. I was like blown away by her career trajectory. It fascinated me because it felt like, you know, hindsight's 2020, but the dots connected so beautifully in what she was interested in and then also what was happening with her personal health and just how it birthed into base. And mm-hmm. so we we talk a lot about that, a lot about her personal health journey that I think a lot of people are going to relate to. She was one of the people that went, you know, keto and it really messed up her hormones. Her levels were, were all sorts of funk. And in her experience getting blood work done and tests and all these things, she just realized how kind of slow, archaic, hard to understand that whole process is for people who just want to get to the root of what's going on with them. So yeah, it was it was really fascinating. She answers a bunch of my questions as I go through different results and just different symptoms that we might be experiencing, whether it's fatigue, brain fog, low energy, or perhaps can't sleep at night very well. And we go through what those levels might mean and what you can do about them. Yeah, I think it's so important for people that want to start a business or want to find their purpose and passion. And sometimes you find that in the challenging 
situations or in the hard parts of your life or in the parts of your journey that feel really sticky or feel really off. And for her, it was a health journey that felt like it was making her sick or did make her sick and her wanting to find a better way. So I love these stories because I think it gives people a really good example of how they can think about challenges in their life as opportunities to create something new or to do something new and not seeing as their purpose being something that they just like falls in their lap one day. Like it often happens in situations like this where you're like, huh, there's a better way. And I feel really personally called to the situation. So I'm excited to hear the story. And I really love base. I love that I can have a test that validates my intuition, confirms how I'm feeling. And so I can leverage it to stay intuitive with things because I like to be intuitive as much as I can with my body. And it's just nice to have the validation. So I'm like, yeah, I was on the right track or maybe I should be thinking a little bit differently about something. And I'm excited to hear this interview with Lola at BASE. Yeah. And for all of you that would love to try BASE, we got you get-base.com forward slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30. You will get 20% off your first month of membership. And what's awesome is that they're going to send you tests on a regular basis so that you can keep up with your levels and check in to see how you are doing. So it's all automated. It's really convenient. A base membership starts at $59.95 a month or quarterly, depending on the frequency you want to test. It's totally up to you. So get-base.com slash almost 30. Use the code almost 30. You'll get 20% off. Amazing. Yeah. To learn more about Almost 30 and everything we got going on, almost30.com. We have a really special event coming up. It's totally free. I am hosting the Sacredness of Being Single Circle. So this is happening on February 13th. You can find out more information at almost30.com slash sacredness of being single. And this is going to be a gathering for people that find themselves in that season of their lives. Or if you are called, you know, maybe you are in between relationships, one toe in, one toe out, and are feeling called to know yourself better in this season, please, please come bring a friend. And we are going to be opening enrollment for the Sacredness of Being Single program after this circle. And we'll be starting in March. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited to see what comes out of that. We love you guys so much. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you, Lola, for joining us on the podcast. And we'll see you on the other side. Thanks, y'all. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. I think it hit me the other day. I will never not take athletic greens. (laughs) I just realized how much better I felt. I went three days without taking my athletic greens in the morning, putting my little powder pouch in my cold water, mixing it up and shooting it back. And I felt different. My digestion wasn't as good. My energy wasn't as high. So I truly, I don't think I will never not take it. Uh, If you're not familiar with Athletic Greens, this program is brought to you by Athletic Greens, has been for a long time now. This is the health and wellness company that makes comprehensive daily nutrition really, really, really simple. Um, We know that there are a lot of stressors in life and it's difficult to maintain the effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive. So if you have busy schedules, poor sleep, you know, can't really exercise too much, the environment, work stress, simply not eating enough or the right foods, we understand that you could be deficient in key nutritional areas. So AG1 by Athletic Greens is the category 
leading superfood product, which brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. This is literally one scoop, one scoop, and you're going to get 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multi-mineral probiotic, and a greens superfood blend. It is one damn scoop, and I just mix it easily with cold water. This is going to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, support your energy and focus and gut health and digestion, and really support a healthy immune system. I'm so excited for you because we have a bonus. So when you subscribe, you are going to get a year's worth. That's right. Year's worth of vitamin D as well as five free travel packs. You got that? Those are my favorite. I put them in every bag that I have. So go to athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. Athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. You'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. Athleticgreens.com slash almost 30. Your first purchase, you're going to get free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I was just telling Lola, everyone, that I got my third round of base tests and the results. I think sometimes when we take health tests, it's always like an interesting process because there's a part of our human that doesn't want to know the answer. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a big part of us that wants to know the exact answer. Mm-hmm. So I was actually really nervous to look at my results, both Krista and I. And we looked at them. We were like, okay, there's so much truth here. It's kind of hard to look at because there were some levels that were like really off and kind of leaning in the poor direction, but I can't unknow it. (laughs) So (laughs) it's actually been super, super empowering because now I know what to do, how to support myself, how to increase and or just like um, better the levels. So it's just been a really cool process, but welcome to Almost 30. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So glad you're here. And I was telling Lola that our community is just so obsessed with feeling their best. And I'm so happy that we are at that point in our evolution on earth because I do feel like if we think about maybe older generations or our parents, I don't know if that was in the zeitgeist or that was in their consciousness to really make an effort to feel really good instead of just settle for okay. So I'm just really, really happy that we have that awareness and also the tools like a base. But we'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and your story is incredible. I'm pretty fascinated when I track people's careers and just lives in general and how the dots connect so perfectly and synchronistically. So whatever comes to mind to share (laughs) with the audience, go for it. Yeah, I guess it all started with college. I went to med school and then I transitioned to engineering school because I wanted to make an impact. Engineering, I saw a clear path of building something that could make people healthier at larger scale. And what, what actually happened after that is that I came to the U.S. to do a master's in artificial intelligence just because it was hot. It was just getting, you know, started. And I ended up working at Amazon in in product, which I learned a lot about 
so many things uh, on like how to make something engaging and, you know, interactive in a product like Instagram that most of us use uh, in a weekly basis, right? And uh, what happened then was that it's 3 p.m. and, you know, you're in front of your computer and you just cannot power through. And that was repeatedly, you know, 5, 6 p.m. And then you have plans and I couldn't, you know, I didn't feel like I had the energy. At the time, I was 27 years old. So, of course, it was not going to be my age. Mm. Whether, you know, some people mistakenly blame that they are 40 or tired. The reality is that there's so much more coming into play. So, at the time, I was working in a lot of things related to data and personalization And all I wanted to know is like, where is this fatigue, chronic fatigue Mm -hmm. coming from? Like why it's 5 p.m. and I don't have energy to go to the gym and then go out for drinks and and so forth. And you go to Dr. Google, why am I tired? A million of, you know, different tips and advice come up. And my question was like, okay, which one is the one that I need to implement? Mm So long story short, I ended up doing the keto diet. And that kind of helped. I was feeling slightly better, but not truly. And three, four months in, things really started to feel off. My period got like Mm. cycles, got out of whack. And eventually, because I went to med school at the time, my my colleagues were already doctors. So in one of my best friends, is an endocrinologist now. So I call her and I'm like, okay, this is going on. I need to do lab work. So like, tell me what should I request to my doctor? Because I think at the time, the keto diet, this was early 2017. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, you know, becoming mainstream, but not really. And And this is, so for people that don't know, I know it's pretty mainstream now, but it's mainly meat and dairy. And what is the point? Because- it's taking out carbohydrates, yeah, right? You, yeah, okay. you take carbs out, which eventually what it does is that you start to burn fat because mm. your body, you know, like doesn't have like that energy from carbs to power through. So you're forcing your body to burn fat. And then you, you know, theoretically that gives you more energy and that also makes you lose weight. And I did at the beginning. So caveat, <laughs> like you definitely will gain that back. Um especially if you don't eat the right fats. But long story short, I went to the doctor with that list of tests. And sure enough, when I told him that I was doing that diet to feel better, he looked at me like I was a weirdo. <laughs> like <laughs> He's like, so let's talk about the cheddar cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was an interesting convo, but eventually mm. I got those tests approved. And one month later when I got my results... I learned that my chronic fatigue was coming from a severe deficiency in vitamin B12 Mm. and folate. Now, I would have never imagined that that was a thing to look into for brain fog and fatigue. And to top it off, that long-term keto diet gave me thyroid imbalances and also made my cholesterol LDL to skyrocket. I was not choosing the right fats. Mm. So the doctor looked at me and was, you know, he turned to me and he was like, you know, I can prescribe you some meds for this cholesterol. And I'm like, hold on. Mm -hmm. I was healthy before I started this this journey. 
I'm just going to adjust my diet. I, I don't really need, uh, you know, this prescription. They cannot lose weight, feel bloated, you know, digestive issues, stress, skin issues. And, and they don't know, you know, what to do. Mm-hmm. Should you get a prescription medicine? Should you tackle it with, with nutritional changes, lifestyle, which ones? Where is this really coming from? And so forth. So eventually after, after that experience, it became clear to me that all of the tools that are cutting edge technology, you know, I got a couple of patents too on that. So basically helping people shop more, buy more, be more engaged, be more connected, which is great. But I clearly saw at the time that all of those tools that we are creating for engagement, personalization, data-driven technology is not being applied to our health and wellness. Mm. And I left big tech to work for a medical device running the, the engineering department. And eventually I, I found the base when I saw, you know, a clear path on, on how to help people. Fascinating. There's a lens through which we can see kind of the need. And I think that's like such a eyes open, ears open, kind of heart open way to be. And especially being so in tune with your own experience and knowing that you couldn't be the only one going through this. What did you see at that medical device company that inspired you to found base? Was there a hole there? Yeah. So the number one thing was to get a chance to work with scientists. Um, and the medical device is basically a lab testing device. So that also gave me a chance to understand how the lab industry works. And most importantly, number two, I got to test myself. Wow, fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. <laughs> and through testing myself constantly, I learned a whole lot from the relationship in between cortisol, from I if I bike to work without having breakfast, so I'm able to be more focused, from, you know, vitamin deficiency, running in jet lag, like a million of things that later, you know, I put together to actually create base. And what I realized while I was there, helping or pushing lab technology forward will become helpful. But at the end of the day, today, we already have the tools mm-hmm. for people to access lab testing. So what I saw that was missing is what I was doing, you know, in the background. I was basically taking my results and then pinging the, the scientists that I was working with to understand, you know, the, the, what was going on with my body. And depending mm-hmm. on what I wanted to improve or optimize, if I wanted to lose weight, I would talk to them. I would collect the biomarkers that are involved in those processes. I would measure them. And then I will go to clinical trials to understand what actually improve the, the ones that are off for me. And then I would improve those with recommendations and I would lose weight. So I started wow. doing that manually. And eventually I'm like, there's, you know, when I would tell my friends, everyone was like, I want to do it too. And that's when it clicked that there's, again, like a, a whole new market and like and people out there that are frustrated because they just don't know and they want to improve something, but they have lost hope. Yes. Because they've tried something, it didn't work. And eventually you just accept that, that that's who you are. And the reality is that sometimes it's not you. There's something out there that could help you, but you just haven't found it yet. Yeah, definitely. It can be so frustrating because I think we 
we live in a society now where there's so much at our fingertips. We can scroll Instagram and get 50 health recommendations, a few outfits, this, that, the other thing. And we don't know necessarily, or we, I think the filter has weakened as far as like what is for us, especially when it comes to health, it has to be backed by science because every one of us is so, so unique and so different and living in a different environment. And I want to go back just for a moment because I thought it was interesting how severely the keto affected your thyroid and your hormones. Can you speak to that as far as how that's different between men and women? Did you find anything out during Mm -hmm. that period? Yep. Yep. And and we can talk about this cyclical keto after that. And, yes. and so we were talking interest. about skin before this. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Because I, I find that there are so many people suffering with skin issues and they don't know why. Yeah. yeah. And the reality is that you try to fix something and then you can yeah, no. screw up something else. Yes. So that's another thing with diets, right? You don't you don't know what's gonna like what's gonna be the secondary effects yeah. of a dietary change. You may be compromising on your fatigue, your energy, your skin, depending on which diet you choose and it's important to know. So for the keto diet, now we know that long-term keto diets for women tend to alter their hormones. And that's because in order to power our cycles or menstrual cycles, you need carbohydrates. So when you truly and fully restrict your body from Mm carbohydrate intake, your cycle is going to get messed up and then you you will tend to have that thyroid imbalance, which is not true for men. Everyone needs carbs, for example, to, to sleep uh, and insulin and melatonin are also correlated. So mm. for men, usually in long-term keto diets, whether it's possible and they can do it, they would have some sleeping problems related to that. So now we know that long-term keto diets uh, compromise on on thyroid for for women. At the time, it was not known because again in early 2017 it was not mainstream, but for anyone doing, you know, that high fat, low carb diet, just watch out for for your hormones because it's something that I experienced myself and we see people uh, like members at base having the same problem. What it what What's true for the, you know, high fat and low carb diet is that a lot of people choose their fats wrong. Mm. (laughs) You tend to eat a lot of, you know, bacon or like cheese, butter. You, You may consider those healthy fats. But the reality is that a lot of people have trouble processing those. And about 60% or 50% of people that come to us when they are in this kind of diet, they have cholesterol problems. Mm. And whether it is okay for your cholesterol to go slightly up, if it really goes up, you're going to be putting yourself at risk of, you know, heart disease and a few other things that you don't want to. In addition to, you know, you're going to lose that ability to lose weight and a few Mm. other things. So choosing your fats wisely is going to be important. For me, again, at the time, I was, you know, going all on red meat and and bacon because at the time… That's what was advertised. Like It was almost like a shock factor when people were talking about the keto diet. It's like, eat red meat, cheese, and butter, and you're going to lose weight. And people are like, what? That's my favorite food. Perfect. And so it like almost spoke to 
Yeah. That like part of us that's like, yeah, I do want to eat those things. But like you said, kind of without the studies and the science behind like, well, it's not all fats. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So which ones were healthy? For you. So for me, I do uh, refined coconut oil mm-hmm. in my coffee. I don't do butter anymore. Uh, like at least I have a little bit of butter here and there, but I don't go crazy okay. on it. And I just really limit this to avocado and olive oil, some nuts. And, you know, I make sure to keep an eye on my fats in general. Mm-hmm. I do red meat occasionally, but again, because I took red meat out, The problem is like then I became iron deficient. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like this is the problem with diets. It's just so complicated. And and the same body in different times is going to react differently to a a given diet. So after that happened in early 2017, I changed to a cyclical keto diet, which means I eat my fats in the morning. So I skip any fruit in the morning and I have my rice. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm very intentional with my carbs as well. After four years, something that has been happening since then is like my skin. I would, I would start getting some acne mm-hmm. here and there, specifically around the time where I get my period. Mm-hmm. And I bought everything in the market. You know, every kind of cleanser. Like I tried them all and... It was literally three weeks ago or like four weeks ago that I just had it. I'm like, there must be something else going on in here because I've tried it all and nothing is working. So let me go. There there must be a correlation with my hormones because why, like I see it tied to my cycle. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to the functional medicine doctors in our board and they were like, oh yeah, testosterone is going to be really related to that. Because it's uh, it powers the, the cysts under your skin. Testosterone is high, which I'm like, yep, it is high. It's going to cause that. Which, you know, yeah. in my head, I'm like, great. My testosterone is high, which by the way, is the hormone in charge of burning fat. So I'm like, amazing. You know, like I eat a lot. I'm a fatty, but mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't gain a lot of weight mm-hmm. because my, my testosterone is high. And long story short, is also related to your skin and your skin health, especially Can if you're we win? More- Can we like get both yeah. or what? <laughs> yeah, like a, it really like the ideal thing here is just to have things like on the optimal. It's yes. just like high or low is never going to be beneficial. But yeah, it's just so complicated. It Imagine is. doing this without the data. I know. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's literally the whole thing. And I did it for years and it literally made me so crazy. So, so crazy because I would try things and it takes time to kind of like eliminate certain things from your diet or maybe increase workouts, decrease workouts, get more sleep, drink more water. And it's like, you don't know which one it is unless you're isolating these factors one at a time. So it it takes time and I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's just been helpful with, with the data. We hope you're enjoying this conversation. We're going to take a few moments to share brands with you that we love and who support this show. Oh, last night. I had the best night's sleep. I put my new Buffy cloud comforter on my bed and snuggled in it. It truly kept me at the perfect temperature. Sometimes I have trouble staying cool, but this was cozy without overheating. Y'all, if you have not tried Buffy, here is your sign. 
Okay, so this comforter in particular is made with ultra breathable eucalyptus fabric. So this means it's sustainable because eucalyptus uses 10 times less water than cotton to grow and its fibers produce using recyclable earth-friendly solvents. It is softer than cotton. So it feels amazing on your skin. It's hypoallergenic. Plus it's high thread count shuts out dust, mold, and mites for a healthier sleeping environment. I am all about that. And it is machine washable. Um, So it keeps all the fluff in place. I hate when it gets out of place. So I'm so excited about that because I like to wash my comforters on the regular. The Cloud Comforters Fill is made with 100% recycled water bottles. How cool. How cool. Uh, so it's given a second life uh, to, to these pieces that could be in the ocean and they're not. Um, but it's so soft, so comfortable, breathable, keeps you at a cool temperature. Get yours now. Buffy offers a free trial so you can try a comforter in your own bed for free. If you don't love it, return it at no cost. Okay. Uh, so if you want to try for $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter the code almost 30. Okay. Got that? B-U-F-F-Y.co. Enter the code almost 30 at checkout for $20 off your Buffy comforter. Run to get this comforter. They're going to sell out. I just know it. Buffy.co. Use the code almost 30 for $20 off your Buffy comforter. Everyone, the search is over. Truly. The search is literally over. People in our Facebook group and in our community membership are always like, what is the best natural deodorant? I can't find one that works, that smells good, that feels good. I'm blown away. I did not expect to have my natural deodorant needs solved with each and every. And honestly, I don't hate it. I'm so happy. Yeah. Well, the thing with natural deodorants, sometimes I would find that they would like feel weird on my skin. This is the smoothest, silkiest texture ever and smells freaking amazing. I really love the cedar and vanilla. What do you love? I love the coconut lime. Yeah. I mean, they're all so delicious. This is a female founded company. Uh, They reduce their carbon footprint. They're just doing it right and making clean products that are vegan and cruelty-free that are really, really good for our bodies. We got to be very mindful of what we're putting on our skin. I'm just it works. I, same. Do you know what I mean? I same. went through phases and it was like- She went through phases. I think me and the world that I was <laughs> I with went through phases where I was like, oh, okay, I'm trying to do this, but it didn't feel like it was working. This feels amazing. The texture super buttery, creamy. You can-, you can feel it going on. It smells good and it works. Mm-hmm. So basically they have uh, essential oils in the formula and that is what is creating the scent. So it's all natural. Um, and I think you're going to love it. Safe ingredients for your skin. And of course we have a discount for you. Very excited for you to try each and every at com slash almost 30. Use the promo code almost 30 to take 30% off. 30% off That's is a great. huge discount. Each and every.com. You're going to spell that out. Slash almost 30. And use the promo code almost 30 for 30% wow. off your purchase. Each and every.com slash almost 30. Use the promo code almost 30. Thank us later. This cyclical keto, it's really interesting you say carbs at night. I guess what is the benefit or how does that work in your body so that we're not storing the carbs as fat or storing the carbs as something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, 
the way this diet works is that you don't eat enough carbs to store those. Got it. So then uh, in the morning after fasting for a little bit and then having your coffee with some coconut refined oil, you start to get into ketosis again. Uh, so you get the benefits of like getting that boost of energy at the beginning of your day. That's why you don't have carbs at the beginning of your day because, you know, the, the reality is that you want your body to be active with that type of energy mm-hmm. in the morning and afternoon. And then while getting in the evening, again, carbs are really helpful for sleeping. And in that case, that's when I get my carbs. And then you burn those throughout the night. And then in the morning, again, you're able to to get in ketosis. So that's how, but yeah, and to your point as well to, you know, how hard it is to get things right. And then it's just, you go by isolation. The problem is like some secondary effects, like it happened to me mm-hmm. after testing myself so often that like it took me four years and even with the data to realize that there has been a collateral effect to my diet that is optimal for everything else. But I just needed to remove some of that cheese to then, you know, gain my my skin health back again. Yeah, I I fasted pretty, pretty much every day when I was in LA, probably about two years. And what I realized was around the time that I got my period, I would still fast. And so I'm not quite sure about the science behind this, although I've heard Lisa Vitti talk about it a little bit, but that I would feel absolutely terrible around my period, like like worse than normal. And I think having a breakfast in the morning, like having and not fasting around my period definitely supported me in feeling better, having more energy, less cramps. Like it just didn't take me down like it would when I would fast. So I've just been more mindful around like kind of cycle syncing that fasting because I really do love fasting in the morning and I have my like bulletproof coffee. You're making me think about the butter that I put in my coffee. I'll rethink that (laughs) because we'll look at my test later. But yeah, my... There was like... I forget the specific data marker, but it was like, if you are eating too many saturated fats, this is going to be elevated or a poor whatever. So I was like, aha, the butter. Because I don't really eat red meat and it's, you know, I'm not keto, but I do love my Bulletproof. So I've been kind of paying attention to that because I think what makes base unique and just this whole experience unique is kind of the, the quickness to which like you can get your results and really start implementing the suggestions. So can you kind of walk us through the process of taking a base test, getting your results, and just kind of how people... Because I think let's take away that story that we have that's like, when we get lab tests, it's hard. I'm not going to understand it. Like it's inaccessible. So I kind of want to walk people through the process. Yeah. So the first step is generally to take a a short quiz, five minutes, where you would tell us more about the issue that you have or like if there's something that you want to optimize. So we see people, you know, that want to fix their brain fog, weight loss, bloating, digestive issues, skin, to, you know, we have people that want to work on their general health or that have a relative that passed away from Alzheimer's and they really want to monitor the markers related to that and prevent any issues with those. So the first step is really to to understand 
what are you trying to do? In some cases, we may say like, listen, we cannot help you with this issue. So we start with that. And then we tell you exactly, you know, how are we going to be able to help you? We ask you a bit more about your medical conditions, if mm -hmm. any. And then based on all of that, we have actually AI and technology that we put together supervised by the best functional medicine doctors that will prescribe specific tests for you. So we can understand, you know, like, hey, given this issue or this thing that you're experiencing and your medical profile, these are, you're likely to be deficient in this vitamin or this hormone is likely to be off. So this also help us actually narrow down the things that you have to test mm. to decrease cost, make it more accessible and easy to, to collect, which is, it's really fun. And then after that, you can choose to, to collect your tests at home or you can go to a Quest Diagnostics, depending okay. on what you prefer. So again, you choose, you pick your poison, Quest or at home. And if you choose at home, you either do a saliva sample or you would do a finger prick, which the first time that people do this, they have a FaceTime call with one of our uh, team members that would, you know, do the finger prick with you and, and all of that to teach you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and to be there with you for support because some people are squeamish. Krista is one of those people. She actually would, in the past when she's taken blood tests, she would nick her leg and use that blood, which is not recommended. <laughs> That's hilarious. De definitely had shaving cream in it was not accurate, yeah. <laughs> but she would be so scared, but she actually did it. And it was- Yeah, like the, the finger prick yeah. tutorials are actually quite fun. Uh, I have to say, I, mm -hmm. I have not participated in any of those, but I talk to the people that do them and it's just so much fun to to hear the, the stories. So anyhow, then you mail that back five business days later, you get a notification, you have your results. And again, depending on which plan or what are you trying to solve, we would pinpoint where things are coming from and would say like, hey, listen, your skin issue is coming from this hormone or like you cannot lose weight because your testosterone is too low and it's a fat burning hormone. So we need to introduce some healthy fats to your diet. We will give you the, you know, a few recommendations that you can choose from. Uh, nutritional and lifestyle, you pick one of those and then... Uh, one month later, you retest the effect to make sure that we are actually fixing that level because at the end of the day, no one body is the same. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that we recommend something to you with a certain levels of confidence because that has worked for a lot of people and we've seen that. And it's also supervised by our functional medicine doctors. But the idea is that you actually do it and you can see if your levels got fixed. And that's how, you know, we, we had this uh, two to three months program where we help people improve uh, their symptoms. Yeah, I am about to take my third test. I didn't know, I didn't really understand, okay, what are these recommendations going to be? Is it going to be complicated? But it was funny when I saw my recommendations, I was like, oh, this is, this is actually... If I got out of my own way, this is kind of intuitively what like my body was asking me to do. For example, I think one of the recommendations, and I'll have to see what the data marker was correlated to it, but was to incorporate more interval, like high intensity interval workouts. And I've talked about this on the pod, but I used to be a social cycle instructor teaching three classes a day, really high intensity. My adrenals were shot. And then after I quit, I really slowed down. It's like walking, yoga, like maybe high intensity once a week. But actually now, like it 
really behooves me to be incorporating that high intensity, maybe like two to three times a week in shorter like periods. And I felt much, much better. I was noticing even just like my nervous system was feeling better, more rested at the end of the day where I was like, okay, rather than kind of this like buzzy feeling that I, I, I felt. So yeah, it was, it was really helpful, but also surprising. I want to talk about weight loss because I feel like we are, we're marketed so many ways to lose weight. And obviously every single body is different. What have you seen in your uh, base clients as like different um, markers that are pointing to reasons why they're not losing weight. I know we mentioned one before, but have there been any others? Let's start with the most common that is for women uh, age 30 to 40. Mm-hmm. What we see a lot is that people tend to go into calorie restrictive diets. Mm. And from there, they stop burning fat. The reason here is we're going to talk about the HEA uh, and testosterone again. This, uh, we call these hormones fat-burning hormones. What happens is that when you stop, you know, you cut calories out, usually fats are the first ones to go out. And your body picks up on, on the fact that then you're not going to give, you know, any any fats to your body anymore. So it actually lowers the levels of the hormones that are in charge of burning fat. Mm. So that's basically going to prevent your metabolism to burn that. And that's just so interesting because it is one of the, you know, the D top one probably reason that we see. Wow. And it's just as easy as like, again, introducing some avocados, olive oil, nuts in a way that it's, balance and healthy in order to see, you know, that, that weight, um, loss process kicking off again, fat burning process, mm. you know, something that I see that I say often is like a, a pound of fat occupies so much more space than a sure. pound of muscle. So sometimes also people start to work out, lose fat and they think that they are not losing weight, but that's sure. another topic. The other one that we see often as well is going to be uh, related to fruit and some carbs intake. So something that happens often is that people that go into a weight loss journey start to eat more fruit. And the fun fact about fruit is that it has fructose, which raises your leptin levels. Now, what's leptin? It's the hormone that we call it the hunger hormone. So it will make you hungry. So if you've ever heard, hey, if I eat an apple, I'm more hungry than before. Yes, correct. So Mm -hmm. the thing is that fruit uh, makes you hungrier. You're in a position where you eat more. That's why I also have my fruit at night because if you make the comparison of like waking up and having an acai bowl with a lot of fruit or like a smoothie, banana and apple smoothie, try to eat that <laughs> and see like what's your next, when is your next meal versus if you wake up and you have a coffee with butter. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that a lot of people choose this type of diet that it's high in carbohydrates or like the, the type of products that have like fake calories and then your triglycerides race go high. 
And that just will prevent weight loss again because your insulin and, and glucose levels will become unstable. And then, of course, working out is a part of the equation, right? And and just moving around a bit. But we just rarely see that. A lot of the times, you know, nutrition encompass for 80% of your weight loss journey. Wow. Whether, of course, you know, burning more calories is going to help setting the right building block with your um, diet. It's just going to be 80% of the effort. Mm -hmm. And is there like common supplementation that you're seeing related to that that is helpful? Um, So for usually we treat this to with nutritional supplementation for the high triglycerides case, we recommend some that it's like one that is called tribulus terrestris. So like again, I, ha- I don't have the the problem of low testosterone. Mine sure. is more like high testosterone, so I'm not super familiar. But mm-hmm. that one is one that gets recommended sure. for people with with low testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, you know, supplements have been like a part of my routine for a long time, and often it's been confusing because I'll just kind of take what I think you know, I need. And the test showed that, and a lot of people have um, low vitamin D levels, super, super common, but I, I had like kind of just let go of my vitamin D supplement routine. And so, especially as winter is upon us and there's not as much sun, sunlight, I'm not out in the sun as much. That's been really, really helpful, especially for my energy levels and my brain fog. The brain fog thing is really interesting. I hadn't noticed it until this year. And it can be a little scary at times where I'm like, wow, because you go so long with it that you think that's just your new normal. Mm -hmm. And then when you have the right supplementation, right nutrition, et cetera, to know the contrast of when you are super sharp and super clear, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. So I'm really, I'm telling as many people as possible, you know, anyone that complains to me that they're just feeling a little off, like just a little like foggy, whatever, to get the answers, you know, get the data because it could be just one thing. It could be like just a little switch in your diet or add vitamin D supplementation that can make such a huge, huge difference. So for weight loss, supplements are not gonna truly get you there. Like yeah. maybe like here and there, it's mostly gonna be nutritional changes. Good point. But for yep. things like fatigue or brain fog, supplements are gonna be your best friend. Anxiety as well. We're gonna talk about it in a second. But yeah, it truly depends on what issue you're trying to solve mm-hmm. to like choose the, the right recommendation or like adjustment. Um, So great point on that one. You mentioned before anxiety and I'm curious, you know, obviously over the last two years, I I can imagine that like the levels of anxiety have just collectively been much, much higher for so many reasons. How do you see that represented in data? Because it's something that I can't really wrap my head around as like quantitative, but I'm going to share a story that now is public, is in our blog. And it actually happened while doing a clinical trial, a, a case study. Are you doing clinical trials all the time? Not all the time. Like every time that we have a chance, like the team is, you know, we are growing a lot, a yeah. lot. So the team is super busy, but maybe one every two months. And then 
in this case, we were doing uh, CBD. So we partnered up with House of Wise with, with Amanda. I was going to say, I'm like, that's a perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. And yeah. So we were actually running this uh, where we recruited 20 women in this case. So we wanted to measure the effects of CBD on your sex hormones. And we did the study and the, some of our team members also participated. So long story short, what gets tested, your sex hormones are going to be estradiol, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, but also your cortisol, your stress levels will pr- play a big role mm. on your sex drive. So we also look into cortisol and, and stress as a you know collateral effect to your sex drive. And we were in Miami getting ready to to do this event with House of Wise and Amanda and the you know the the whole team that have the, the CBD gummies for sex. And I get a notification from the lab because I'm on the in the loop with the medical team. Every time that there are abnormal results, I see what's going on. And interestingly enough, I saw that someone had 3x more cortisol than the top range of the lab. So if the top range is 20, let's say, like this person had like 60. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the the highest cortisol level that I've ever seen, that we've seen thus far. And when I looked at the name, the name was Grace. It was a team member. I know, I was, was going to say, was this on your team? <laughs> yeah, she was just sitting in front of me. And I'm like, Grace, like, what did you do before your test? And she's like, nothing. And I'm like, did you, did you go out for a run? Like, did you like do the craziest high intensity training? Because like yeah. your cortisol like ra- raises sure. when you're working out. Sure. Like, and I'm like, maybe she was in, I don't know, like in the bike or treadmill and spitting on the tool, you know, <laughs> collecting her sample. Not recommended. <laughs> Not recommended, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, wow. and I was asking her, she's like, no, I just uh, had a normal day. And I'm like, okay, I have to tell you something. Um, This is going on. And it's interesting because for the longest time, she's been saying, I have anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety Mm. and and work anxiety, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know, chill, meditate. Like, (laughs) this is what I do for my anxiety. I journal, I like organize Mm -hmm. my calendar. And she's like, no, I have anxiety. I have medication. Like, it's a different level, right? Like, there's just an imbalance with your neurotransmitters in your brain that like, it is a, a chemical thing at the point. And... Well, at the at the time when we saw those results, we get on a call with our functional medicine doctor, the the lead one, and we look at those results, and he's like, "Well, probably the app is telling her to decrease coffee intake." Grace, how much how much coffee do you have in a day? And she's like, "Well, I generally have like five cups." <gasps> oh my god! And. Like the doctor is like, yeah, sure thing. Like, of course, you're going to be anxious because there's a loop on cortisol and anxiety. Oh, my God. So basically the thing that happens, and I I don't know if if this has happened to you before, on Sundays, right? Like, let's just take as an example, Sunday scaries. Try to do a Sunday uh, where you have three cups or four cups of coffee and like see how your Sunday scaries go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then try to do a Sunday where you limit your coffee intake if you tend to get anxious then and see what happens. So mm. the reality here is that cortisol is a hormone that gives you a feedback loop into your mental neurotransmitters that are in charge of that feeling anxiety. 
Okay. And at the time, she actually wrote a blog post, Grace, about her journey because she quit coffee for like tea and, and other things. She started, you know, eating healthier and so forth, mm. incorporated the, the in-app recommendations. And then she actually scaled back her anxiety prescription, which to us, it was shocking because... There's so much that you can do when you have a problem where you need prescription. And this could be, for example, anemia as well, right? Mm. Like where you can control your iron levels uh, or your cholesterol levels if you have cholesterol prescription or anxiety prescription. And there are things that you can do with your lifestyle and nutrition to actually scale that back. And then in her blog post, she shares a lot of her journey on like how frustrating that was that she ended up learning about this because casually she was participating in a, you know, a, a clinical trial about sex hormones. And she got so frustrated that her psychiatrist and therapist, like no one had prescribed her a cortisol test. And she's like, yeah, like you go to a psychiatrist, you tell them how you're feeling. They, they, script, yeah, yeah. they immediately identify that you, of course, have, you know, an imbalance. And that you need prescription. But the question here is like, what else can we do mm -hmm. so we can, you know, maybe you need the prescription right away, but then through nutritional and yes. lifestyle changes, you can really feel better in a way that you don't need that prescription anymore. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you don't need the same dosage. So that's another thing where for us, it was so enlightening because at the time I didn't know about that correlation. I kind of experimented in my, myself, mm -hmm. but I didn't put it, together until then. And that's when we started, you know, treating people that have severe anxiety and potentially are working already with medication to look into, into their hormones level and working on regulating those through lifestyle from reducing coffee intake, if they're already having coffee to a little bit of CBD, it's just mm -hmm. super helpful. Those results on the clinical trial were, were wild, by yeah, the way. I, I, I was going to ask about that because... I think sometimes people are like, oh, CBD, okay. I think the House of Y CBD in particular were partial, but I really felt the effects more than any other that I've tried. But what exactly did you see related to stress and especially the sex hormone? Yeah, so what we saw is consistent after just a three-day trial, the 20 members that participated had like an increase in like 20% or 30% in their sex hormones. So wow. the results were quite shocking because in general, it's a direct correlation and it's real time. It's very immediate. Something that I would have to say is that having the right amount and dosage is super important because mm. Prior to House of Wise, I was also trying recess. Mm -hmm. the, the, the drink? The drink. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would do an experiment. This would just be myself trying this out where I would have two cans at night. And what happened, because I tend to have high cortisol because, you know, the startup, like the of company course. growing, we're growing a lot, always hiring, always growing. And I started taking the, the drink, the CBD drink to reduce my cortisol levels, especially at night and in the evening. Uh, so my melatonin level. So especially if you get stressed at night, that's when you're not going to be able to get a good night's sleep or you're not going to be able to fall asleep easily. 
And then what happened is that I went from having high cortisol levels to really low, which you, I think that you said, you mentioned wow. adrenal fatigue before. Yes. So if your cortisol gets too low, that's also not good. You want it to be at the, like, at the right level. And I've done several experiments at this point with different like brands of CBD and so forth. So the key here is that you always find what's the right dosage for your body okay. to make sure that you also like don't get too groggy or too lethargic or like too fatigued. Did you just experiment to find the right dosage or is there a way to find the right dosage or is it like the recommended on if it's a bottle or drops? Yeah, I did experiment, basically like tested myself to to find the sweet spot, but I've learned I don't want to be testing myself every two weeks for Mm -hmm. cortisol. (laughs) I've also found a good way or hack to discover this if people don't want to like, you know, get tested until finding that sweet spot. One hack here could be to actually sense how you're feeling in the morning. Uh, If you try to go for a run and then you feel like you just don't have the energy that you generally have, that's another thing. Uh, Generally recommend it at night because in the morning, again, like if you really want to power through your workday, meetings, we've talked about brain fog. So generally I have it at night and I would, realize immediately if I had too much, if in the morning I am not feeling like as powerful as mm-hmm. I'm usually am. So that's, that's the, usually the effects of adrenal fatigue. Yeah. Okay, great. We'll be back in just a moment. But first we want to share a little bit about the sponsors who support this episode. I am packing for my trip to LA. We got a big work trip ahead and I am first packing my supplements. And so I wanted to go through some of my favorite hum nutrition supplements that keep me feeling incredible. So if you don't know hum first, let me explain. Hum is an incredible supplement brand that is clean, clinically proven, triple tested for purity, and all of their products have incredible potent effects. So beauty benefits, uh, skin, hair, nails, uh, brain health, digestion, you name it. Here are the top three I'm bringing with me. I'm bringing the daily cleanse. This helps clear skin and cleanse the body. I'm going to be eating healthy for the most part, but I always love taking daily cleanse at the end of the day. This really helps support the body's natural detoxification processes, supports elimination of impurities from the body, addresses breakouts at the source, so really has helped my skin stay clear. I'm also going to bring Mighty Night. So this is nighttime skin cell renewal. All right, can you tell I'm obsessed with... <laughs> keeping my skin healthy and clear. Um, So this will help support healthy skin texture and tone, promotes optimal sleep, okay, uh, and supports cell turnover. It has uh, antioxidant ferulic acid and CoQ10, helps combat free radicals. I'll be in LA, lots of free radicals flying around. It also has valerian root, passion flower, and hops. So you'll get that deep, deep sleep. And finally, I'm going to bring my Here Comes the Sun. This is supporting my immune system and boosts my mood. It is that vitamin D, baby. It's that vitamin D. Um, even though it might be sunny, I need to supplement because most of us don't get enough vitamin D. 
So if you need an upgrade in your supplement department, please go to humnutrition.com. We have been customers, fans forever, forever. So humnutrition.com, use the code almost 30. You'll get 20% off your first order of $29 or more. So that's humnutrition.com. Use the code almost 30 for 20% off your first order of $29 or more. Okay, coming to you from the future, Krista and I are absolutely obsessed with the products from Bite. Okay, so it was weird at first, but their Bite toothpaste bits ah, are so cute, so convenient. You just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, and start brushing. It will turn to paste just like you're used to, but with no plastic tube or messy paste. So Bite is all about uh, not using plastics, which we love. They come in refillable glass jars and they send refills in compostable pouches. So they're better for our bodies and for the earth. They make plastic-free alternatives for everything on your bathroom sink from toothpaste, mouthwash, toothbrushes, deodorants. You can cut out the harsh chemicals and plastic waste without compromise. And the products are really, really good. And the tablets are made with clean ingredients. I was like, wait, what the heck is in this? Sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. They taste delicious and get the job done. Y'all run and order Bite. These toothpaste bits are my number one. And Bite is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to trybite.com slash almost 30. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash almost 30. Or use the code almost 30 at checkout to claim this deal. That's trybite.com slash almost 30. You'll get 20% off your first order. Yeah, the anxiety piece is so, so fascinating and... um yeah, I hope people really, really hear that on the coffee front. I'm a coffee lover, so I, I don't know if I would... I only have one cup a day, but I have known people, even people in my family who would have a few cups and just deal with really, really intense anxiety. And they're wondering why, but it's this loop of like, but I want to be focused and productive or you know, I want to have energy because I think anxiety sometimes can really exhaust you. And so it's this weird thing where you're like, but I need more energy. So let me do this. And then you're feeling the anxiety and you kind of drop. And then it, yeah, it just is, it's a loop. And I, I have this dream of like having the scales tip to where in the workplace, widespread, there is that awareness where there are more options. You know, late night, if you're at the office, maybe there is, you know, a nootropic or something that like is more supportive than just like swimming in in coffee and all of that. So I hope that our workplaces become like base where it is like much more supportive. I want to look just to share kind of an example. I took the focus test. Mm -hmm. I got a 62. Fair. We can definitely improve that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that the minimum is like usually 50 because we don't want to freak out people. So we definitely need to work on that. Yes. Yeah, no, I, and I feel it. You know, I definitely, I definitely experience the inability to focus, brain fog, all the things. So the score 
My vitamin D levels were low, as I said. My HbA1c was healthy. It was like 74%. But the vitamin D recommendation was eating energizing proteins, um, vitamin D supplementation, energizing the body. So getting in the sun or a UV light exposure. But it's yeah, I, I definitely I definitely feel it in the morning. So when I wake up in the morning, I feel I was feeling more fatigued. It's improved a little bit, but I'm still I'm still on this journey. Did you ever experience like when you wake up in the morning, you just you're like, I can't it's like you're in your body and you're looking around, and you're like, I can't muster the energy to just get up. It's so for me, like I think I master my like vitamins levels mm-hmm. at this point. Cause again, like I get like through base, you know, I test myself regularly. But then what happened to me was the, the cortisol, so the adrenal fatigue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, vitamin D is going to be really rough. And it's also, I don't know if you've gotten sick lately, but like, generally could also impact your immune system as well. Okay. There were so many studies that came up around like vitamin D and and COVID, which I have to say that there's a caveat on that Mm because 80% of the population is deficient in vitamin D. So of course you can look at the people, at people who have COVID and say like, oh, 90% had like vitamin D deficiencies. Like, well, but the baseline is 80%. Wow. So something to to note, but yeah, like vitamin D is definitely like going to play a big role on your energy focus and just so many other other things that like supplementing is definitely like the best the best way to go whether again lifestyle and nutritional could help starting with a strong supplementation especially if they were really low it's going to be the way to go um for me right now I live in Miami so I get so much I know. sun I'm, exposure. I'm a little jealous <laughs> of the sun right now. <laughs> yeah. But even people that live uh, in Florida like can be, you mm-hmm. know, vitamin D deficient. Actually, my mom in Spain, where I'm originally from, has a tendency to be vitamin D deficient. Mm. But I'm from south of Spain where we get tons of sun mm. and still she managed to get like wow. a, a severe vitamin D deficiency. So sometimes to, in addition to having vitamin D, we would recommend having vitamin A and uh, E and K because that would help your body to absorb more vitamin uh-huh. D. So that the, that's, if you're really critical, we would also recommend those things to you. And, and the dosage is usually adjusted to your levels as well. But yeah, like that's, vitamin D is going to be a huge thing for most of people. And then my cholesterol and lipid test score, my HDL is low. So it says that I may not notice symptoms, but this is typically caused by ingesting too many carbohydrates and refined sugars. <laughs> Which is so interesting. I'm a, admittedly a very healthy eater. And I think that in the last probably year or so, I have allowed myself, because I haven't seen the quote, bad effects of it aesthetically to eat more like pasta every once in a while for dinner, all these things. But clearly the levels are kind of showing a difference. What is HDL? HDL, it's a type of cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So do you eat fruit? I do. Like how many pieces Um, a day? But not a lot. I guess my fruit intake would be like my smoothie. So I would say like maybe it's like a half a banana and like a quarter of a cup of blueberries. 
My LDL is slightly high. This is 58%. Ooh. Okay. So I think that the, the uh, okay. problem... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break and come right back. <laughs> okay. So it seems like, you know, given this combo, it's probably not the fruit. If not, your triglycerides will be really high. Uh, what's going to be... Probably you're not balancing your fats the right I way. Know. So what this is telling us is probably that we need to adjust the, the fat intake a little bit. I do like my Kerrygold butter when I cook, but not that much, but like it's probably more than the average person. Yeah. So so something that I did, for example, is I stopped cooking with butter. Okay. And then I started cooking with olive oil or okay. coconut oil, but then I still sometimes have my butter in my coffee or like right. I put it on top of... You know, I have a little bit with my meals, but instead of using it for cooking, I just have it like, you know, raw as it comes. I never ate butter as a child, teen, even into my 20s. And now I'm like, I love me some Kerrygold. So I'm going to be <laughs> aware of that. I guess the one thing that I wonder about a little bit off topic, but the cooking oils, it's like you can only um, cook them at a certain temperature, mm -hmm. especially the coconut and the olive oil to a certain temperature. So I'm just kind of... Uh, mindful of that, avocados much higher. Um, it's like 500 degrees. I think you can cook with. I'm not sure avoc about avocado, but coconut in between, like between olive oil, coconut, and butter. Uh -huh. Coconut is the one that has the higher thres okay. uh, threshold point. So usually it's the healthier to cook with. Okay. But then I just do regular olive oil because I like it a little bit better, okay. and I try to not like char my my food. Yes. So I try to, you know, I'm mindful of the temperature of the pan as yep. well. Okay. And then my cholesterol is slightly high, which you said is not terrible. It's 62%. What's the actual value? 175.849. Oh. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I would say probably just, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just balancing your fats yeah. the, the right way. I don't think that you're too far, you know, like just to make you feel hopeful. Totally. <laughs> Um, because your triglycerides, <laughs> like looking at the bright side, your triglycerides yes. are fine, stable, super healthy. Just more like, you know, uh, switching your fats intake a bit. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, I mean, it makes total sense. I'm really not honest with myself about my butter intake. So I think it's about time. But yeah, I've just had such a, a really good time doing this. I just kind of want to tell people that because I think sometimes, as I said in the beginning, like the truth about your health can be a little confronting and a little overwhelming. But... I'm even just scrolling the app right now and it just makes it so easy and actionable, which I think is so helpful. So we don't like mull over, okay, what does this mean for me? It's like, no, you can actually start improving it today. So major, major kudos to you all. Lastly, I just want to tease everyone. I think that, yeah, this episode is going to be out after the debut of the skin test coming out. Yes. Let's yes, tease yes. them. Yes. <laughs> Super excited about that. What will this measure? And uh, what is the test? Is it a blood test, saliva test? It's going to be a saliva test. So good news. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually, sometimes I like the blood better. It's weird. Well, I like it better sometimes, especially if you're not, if you're, if you're skipping the three times a day, because that gets me as a busy Same. person. Like I'd rather, because I don't mind pricking myself. Yes. That other one doesn't have a time restriction versus like the saliva test doing it 3x. But this one actually is going to be just in the morning. So oh, okay. Yeah. And we're going to be measuring testosterone and DHEA and also estradiol and progesterone for women. And, and that's what we are going to be in cortisol morning as well. 
Um, and we're going to be getting a read, especially for people that have acne or some dryness or like, you know, uh, hormonal skin issues. Um, we're going to be looking into those and adjusting their nutrition and lifestyle to make sure that we fi fix those from the root cause. Especially a good fit for those like me that have tried so many different skin products and cleansers and they have not been working out. And that's where we think we're going to be the most, making the most impact. For people looking for, you know, things like brightness or other, you know, skin condition fixes or like Botox or so forth or like facials, like that's not going to be that's not going to be the right solution for you. But it's mostly like, again, if you're looking to understand your hormones and then you, you see a pattern in between your cycle and your skin, that's where we can help you the most. Great. Great. I'm excited. I know a lot of people in our audience deal with skin issues, especially hormonal skin issues. So this will be so, so helpful. And can we just reiterate the, the importance of retesting? Because I love, I love the model of base because I think for me, it holds me accountable to retesting, to improving, to kind of sticking to it and actually seeing results after people take the quiz and everything like that. Um, there is a way to become a member. So what does that look like? Yeah, you get your first set of results. We would ideally, or like in 95% of cases, we discover where that's coming from. There are in some cases 5% where we need to do additional testing, but that's rare. And then what we would do is we get you to pick a recommendation or let us know if some of our recommendations don't work with you for whatever reason. And based on that, and, and then the science team will figure something out for you. What's going to happen is that you will commit to those and then you will commit to your next test. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do this and we're going to retest this level that mm -hmm. we are fixing by this date, right? So usually by the time that you've received results, that will be like 21 days from then. And then you start implementing that, you know, that nutritional recommendation or taking that supplement. And another exciting component here is that we are launching our integration with Amazon. So you can literally add brands that the base team loves and, and buys. Like from our base app, you can add those to your Amazon cart. Oh, wow. Yes, like we actually don't make a profit out of that. It's just yeah. that it, it happens constantly that people reach out to us through the in-app chat being like, okay, where where do I get my vitamin D supplementation? Sure. Or where do I get this omega-3? What brand? What dosage? Like just tell me, give me a button to click mm -hmm. so it gets home and that's it. And then again, 21 days after that, you would receive another test at home or like, you know, Quest order. So you can go into Quest with our app. And you would retest that hormone, that vitamin, that nutrient that was off in hopes that we actually have improved that. Again, what we want to is to empower you to also improve something, see the delta, see the difference and give you hope mm -hmm. back again that we are actually getting you there. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So easy. Um, really excited. And in the intro and I think also the outro, we have our um, discount information for our listeners, but... It's been so cool to partner with you and um, I'm excited. I think these types of resources are the ones that are going to 
really support people in being who they want to be and doing what they want to do in the world. Um, it starts from within. It starts with our health. So I'm excited. And if people want to connect with you, connect with BASE, can you let them know where? Yes. So get underscore BASE on Instagram. More active on Twitter, gotta say, as, oh, okay. a, as a tech, as a tech I person. Get, I gotta get my Twitter game I, up. It's, I know. It's dead right now. <laughs> I know. I, I guess that my Instagram is more like, you know, you can follow my personal life, which I work out a ton mm-hmm. and, you know, it's not super exciting uh, and I work so like, Short, but I actually, if if people do our quiz, they will get the founder newsletter too. That is like, you know, once a month, I sit down and I distill my thoughts on like, how can we make healthcare personalized? Some of that, you know, for the the more like business driven people or like, you know, like people that want to see the system being changed. And yeah, so we're super active there. We also have a customer service chat, which we, the entire team sits down together and look at those tickets every day for 30 minutes. Although we do have like customer service agents, I still get notified with every ticket and I still, you know, go through those on the weekends when I have a chance to just kind of keep an eye on what's going on. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a lot of dings on the phone. I hope the notifications (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. I'm so glad we could do in person. I'm going to follow you back to Miami, get my vitamin D. Uh, But thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lola. Again, you can get your first month of base at 20% off with code almost 30. And then you can dig into all the results on the app that have been so helpful for Lindsay and I. And thank you to our sponsors for this episode. In addition to base, we have Buffy, each and every Hum Nutrition, Bite, and Athletic Greens. You can find all discount information in our show notes as well as on our website, almost30.com slash partners. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to Almost 30 so that every new episode can hit your inbox. We will see you on the next one. We will see you soon. We love you. Bye.